I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There must be something else out there in the world apart from always thinking about properly skilled, good-looking, fantastically nice football players. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Tuesday, 8th of March. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Tim Campbell. Welcome to the show, Renegades. <laughs> I like being called a renegade. It reminds mm. me of the video game from the 80s called Target Renegade, where you used to be able to kick people off motorbikes. Oh, nice. The no, coolest move in Not any video of your game. own clandestine missions that you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. Oh, very much moped-based these days. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I've moved to Essex. Yeah, I'm, yeah all right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You in the craze. Sure, yeah. Have you come off it yet? Uh, I've not come off it, no. I've, uh, no that I've actually not. suggests he's a very conservative driver. Yeah, I mean, is it is it common to come off a moped? Very common. Well, or really? at least I did it when I used to have one, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I No, because, you know, there's cars. They're bigger. People don't look after you very well. Mm. They don't recognise that, like, you're a vehicle too. So they yeah. might be like, I'm going to be in your space on the road. And you're actually like, but I'm a vehicle and I'm trying to turn. Bam. They don't give you the freedom. Oh, freedom. Shaka has lots been given the freedom of Newcastle to drag it back to uh, really? football terms. Has wow. he? He has. For his, uh, work How on do you the, earn that then? Uh, I think it's his work on his on the anti-racism cam- racism campaigns. What uh, is it? Les Ferdinand put a lovely video message online this morning. Fantastic. What does it actually I love mean? I don't know. The the city. I think Can you're you allowed to like... go into any restaurant and just with your own spoon and just yeah. scoop up people's food and eat it. Yeah, or just like open a McDonald's and make yourself a burger. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like freedom and Newcastle. We're having a lock-in. We're not. I imagine uh, I've got the freedom of the place, mate. So we are having a lock-in. <laughs> I imagined it was like you could like you know graze your goats in the middle of the street yeah, or something. something. You know, like you could that, just yeah. have a horse yeah. and just pop it on a lamppost. Yeah, good man. Go look, have a little look around the jail. <laughs> good man. <laughs> Great extra. Just thinking of what I would do. Yeah. Like yeah. Victorian tourists yeah. go, go into the the into the Bedlam surgeon. having yeah. a little check. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit like that at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium last night. I have to say, five 0 win against Everton. Lovely old job to channel <laughs> one of our nearest and dearest. Um, did you both enjoy the game? To a degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed John Pickford's 20th birthday, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, mate, he oh, was a sad case. Yes, he, he was. <laughs> he was a so, yeah. 
He was a sad case. Yeah, it wasn't the best of birthdays for Jordan, was it? No. Um, but I mean, you he should probably only have saved one of them. Yeah, the second one he could have done the better, son. shouldn't he? But generally, I, mean, I, I think he, was, I think that, he wasn't the problem. I think, <laughs> I think that last last one, Hurricanes Volley, was so, so forensic. Good. It was Ridiculous. beautiful. It was like I. Even if I was on top form, I wasn't getting anywhere near that. What a finish. Beautiful. How does he go? Even just the flexibility to do yeah. that to his yeah. leg. Oh, I, yeah, my leg doesn't do that. Doesn't do that. <laughs> and imagine you just fall, like, not you, you as well, yeah. but one, yeah. one would just would, fall flat yeah. on your I th- foot. I think my leg would just come off if I tried to do that. <laughs> it was so great. It was so great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went to watch this one. Uh, at the stadium mm. and I went I very kindly took my Everton supporting friend Nick Good. on the other on the mm. other ticket I mean did you had, were you both prepared for this outcome we were mm. not prepared for this outcome did you enjoy the range of craft deals you can get at the Spurs stadium actually not drinking for Lent so it was a, ah, <laughs> it was a thoroughly miserable oh. night all round oh, um, sorry again mate um, I think that uh, there's probably something extremely special about watching your side be beaten 5-0 in amongst a whole load of people singing yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever it is. I think we went to see Fulham Newcastle get taken apart by Fulham 5-2 or something and that was pretty spe- that was curious that was mm. fun because it was just stupid mm. but this was just depressing for well, an Everton supporter I think the, and I think yeah from his perspective certainly um, it's actually quite a weird like I, I, again, this is something I think everyone should do: is go and watch a team. Watch a team, maybe not against each other, but like you know, we went to Arsenal. Yeah, and go, you go with a fan. Of I, the d- club I, d- I wouldn't have yet. wanted to be there for the North London derby. Oh God, no. Um, no. But I do think it's an interesting experience generally. Um, but I think the thing was for Everton uh, and any Everton listeners. Sorry, you know, feel free to switch off. Actually, you're probably not probably even not listening, listening, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think it was the moment where they thought, actually, yeah, shit, we might get relegated. Yeah, it felt that way, didn't it? Um, I mean, it's just... There were a couple of errors, obviously. Pickford should have done better on the second goal, as we discussed. Um, the, Michael Keane needs to be better than that. I know it's difficult with the ball coming in at that pace, but you are a Premier League defender. You need to be able to deal with that situation. Just angle your body that. in the right yeah. <laughs> position. Um, well, the thing about it, that as well is, like, who is in charge yeah. in, in the Everton... Where is the spine? I mean, is it Jordan Pickford a bit? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of individual errors that make you go, who's their best player? Who's the leader? You can't tell. But what I was going to say was that it looks like, to put it in a very simplistic terms, it looks like a game of FIFA where one player is just so much more skilled than the other. Because it wasn't like Tottenham had to work particularly hard to, to no. win that comfortably, was it? They could have had more. It was like they decided to sort of take their feet off the... Well, they took, a bit at the end. Conte took like, Son off, to, which I think says you know, a lot. To not overextend and perhaps you know guard against but, injuries. But, but that makes you worry, right? Are we not good enough for this league? If we're going to get so easily battered. I, I genuinely think this this performance, I mean, obviously Everton aren't playing very well and their individual, they're indiv- they should be greater than the sum of their parts to a certain extent. Uh, but they're not and they're relying on individuals to get them out of trouble. The individuals are misfiring. They're not playing very well. And I said this when, yeah. when Frank signed on. This could be a very public disgrace mm-hmm. for a young manager and Frank doesn't have the squad he had at Chelsea to get him out of trouble in certain situations and away from home just stick to the basics yeah. why Harry and crowd 
Spurs players high up the pitch when they're just going to beat you on the counter every single time. It's mm. embarrassing. They're so quick, and unfortunately, you just have to defend, defend, defend away from home. And just it's it's it. They're playing like they are already relegated. You, we we criticize everyone criticized rightly uh, Rafa, but he's been around the block a few times, and and mm. he couldn't get a note out, out of that team. Everyone's on mega money. Nobody wants to move on. They've extended the contracts of players who get a couple of good games under their belts and and and, and then they just they, they just coast for the rest of the season. It's a yeah. real mess that club. They've still got problems there as well. Jamie Carragher pointed out in the in the post match analysis that Seamus Coleman was was beaten pretty easily for that first goal and that's been a, a theme this season mm. and it's essentially a failing of their transfer strategy that that Coleman is still the first choice there. Obviously he's mm. a fan, he's been a fantastic player for them, but he is looking leggy mm. and then you know the other players around him aren't making up for the fact he's maybe not as quick as he once was. There seems to be that kind Kind of lack of cohesion there, and I just I, I do feel for Lampard because again he said in the post match that he he wants to play with a black back three essentially, but yeah. he doesn't have that option at the moment because well he doesn't have a lot of options and yeah exactly so that's that's part part of it but you know everyone has to deal with injuries at some point it's a it is um, a huge huge job and we know that he knows that he, he was at pains to point out he knows what a difficult challenge it is coming into it but you do you, I think you're right. Whichever one of you it was that mentioned it, that like this is the game where it looks like they might actually they might actually be serious relegation candidates in that. I still think it's probably going to be the three that are down there now. But yeah. then Burnley have, have escaped so many times mm. that you know, you'd be silly to completely write them off from doing that. So That's Everton will be looking over their manager. shoulders now, and that kind of performance is just going to rip your confidence to shreds. They looked absolutely the broken after the first. Well, what was God. it? We were two 0 up after seventeen, was it? Yeah. Um, and they just—I know body language is a bit of a basic thing to, mm-hmm. to you know, be observing, but it just looked like. And and this is what why I was interested about who is the leader in this side because that's where you do need someone to be like, you know, fucking come on. But as Pete was saying, the point about the them trying to play a high line against Tottenham, like. You play them right not, into the hands. Do they not have people looking at how sides are yeah. played? Look, Tottenham can be beaten. We've seen it a number of times, mm. or even at least held. Like, don't I just I just find that an absolutely amazing yeah. basic mistake. But then to be Man a bit City more, got it wrong as <laughs> well. So you know, yeah. But they they could be. You could argue that them trying to play their game is yeah. like fine, right? Yeah. I don't think Everton should be. They're not in a position where they can do that. To be a bit more sympathetic. Uh, to Frank Lampard, you know, you look at the side at halftime. So they go in at halftime, three nil down, and you look at the substitutes, and you just don't know what he can really do to improve things. I mean, of course, Deli Ali came on, and it was quite sweet. I mean, I don't know how friendly we would have been if it had been like you know one nil Everton at that yeah. point, but he did get a right old sing song <laughs> nice. of the Deli Ali song. That's quite nice, a lot of people it? stood yeah. up and clapped him <laughs> no, on. It, it at like... the end, Hugo Lloris made him go to the the home end and like take his floor. It's because you know, he left without... If I was an Everton fan, that... Would piss me off. This, <laughs> I would use the word pathetic. Yeah. Luckily, no Everton fans are listening today. So, um, yeah, so... But but so actually, so sorry, Delhi did actually play pretty well for mm. the, whatever it was, 20 minutes that he was on. Um, Mikhailenko, Ukrainian guy again, also football is nice. You know, people clapped him on mm. and were very supportive of him coming on. He... Uh, plays left back, so he's. They just didn't have a defence, guys, mm. I mean, and they didn't have any way of fixing it. No, I mean, like that's annoying after a half a billion pounds being spent. It must be absolutely infuriating. 
because mm. it hamstrings them going forward as well. They're going to have to sell players. Hamstrings. It does. Is yeah. that a word? Yeah. You can be hamstrung, but can you can you be hamstringed? hamstringed? I, I, well, I guess I can't say it hamstrungs them going forward. <laughs> So it's in the spirit of the word, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. I like um, it a lot. Uh, grammar, uh, listenership. Let us know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, the, the fourth goal was was almost clownish defending. Um, I know you you will have missed oh, that yeah. one because <laughs> of the nature of modern time. stadiums, yeah. where they don't let you know um, that to the game is about to restart. Says so you might buy another pint, and that's another <laughs> seven quid. They yeah. Can why have. don't they do a little ding dong like a theatre? Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you get. I thought it was just people being weirdly apl- applausy about the mm. start of the second half. No, no, it looks mm. bad on the telly, doesn't it? People are like, "Oh, look, they've not even come out." But you, you get they trick you. They trick they you. Trick Any, anyway, you. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, after you three 0 down at half time, you, you really, really <laughs> need to start like digging in, change something, be organised, at least be switched on, and then they concede probably the most clownish goal of of all of the ones that they conceded. Mm. Even counting the own goal, really, it was so so silly. Yeah, like the the ball should never have got near to Regulon, really, mm. um, and it, they just look completely shot in terms of focus and 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 I suppose understanding. It was like they didn't know who was supposed to be where and. It's, it's a tough one for Lampard to fix. I mean, he's got to obviously take some share of that because he's been there a little while. Of mm-hmm. the criticism for that, um, but yeah, I, I I said a few weeks ago, Everton are never going down. But oh, that sort of display makes me think oh, it, it has happened to teams before. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Leeds, the season they went down, where you look around at every player in that team and you go, okay, they're decent. They, you know, yeah. surely they'll at least get a move if they go down, or or like surely this is a coherent oh, cool. unit yeah. and like. But it doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, I think, okay, again, trying to drag some sort of tiny... Pos- like, uh, Calvert-Lewin started. That is something that they've been mm. missing. Yeah. Um, Richarlison looks kind of lively, but no one could get it. He's a streaky player, Richarlison, though, That's isn't he? That's true. You don't want to be relying necessarily on him. Um, Alan was isolated. He's he's a decent player. And uh, Donny van der Beek actually looked pretty good going forward, but there was just no point because mm. they needed someone to, to defend. Um, have we said have we said all the good things about Tottenham? I'll just quickly <laughs> so I just quickly rattle points, through. Yeah. Uh, just list the team. Kolesevsky, <laughs> it's awesome mm. that he is in there because it it seems like that adds even more kind of penetration to the Kane Son situation. I'm so pleased that Matt Doherty got this like big article in the Athletic about how he's managed to to recreate himself under Conte as this like marauding uh, wing back. That was really fun to watch. He had two really good assists. Um, I've talked about Dyer before. Um, have I missed anything else? It was, it was, it was good. Mm. It was a good performance. Cheese Hall, was that good? The Cheese Hall wasn't real, was it? The Cheese Hall? Yeah, wasn't there like a big thing that there was like a Cheese Hall in oh, the new stadium? Oh, right. I've never been to the Cheese Hall. I don't think it exists. <laughs> oh, well, that's probably yeah. why it's... <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I'm still just keen for the filling up from the bottom pints. But yeah. I, I, I went for the um, hot chocolate yesterday because, of course, we're doing Do they feel serious that the business bottom? this morning. Yeah, you don't want the trapdoor system no, on your hot you chocolate. Really don't. You don't want all of your dreams. Yeah, I've fallen foul of that on the pints. Mm, so, yeah, yeah. So definitely not. And <laughs> yeah. also hot chocolate in football stadiums. Much appreciated because last night was extremely cold. Mm. Molten lava, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've really got to let it sit for a while. Um, all right. Bad luck, Everton. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I hope you don't go down, I guess, but it's sad for any team to go down. Um, speaking of Delhi as well, coming back on, interesting th- uh, conversation, I suppose, yesterday, in the context of yesterday, that also Marcus Rashford is considering his future in versus commas at yeah. um, Man United over a lack of minutes. Uh, he started two of United's last 11 league games. He only missed one of those games through injury. His contract runs out in 2023. Um, the, the comparison to Ali, I guess, is the idea of him trying to move somewhere else. And, Where he's going to get actual and, game time. Yeah. I mean, if I was if I was him, though, if I was Rashford, <clears throat> he's, he played something like 59 matches last season. Before his shoulder injury, it was his back. Just, just Chill. enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it. He was you know, that smack sounds to me like, oh, you know what? I missed the lockdown. <laughs> they were saying, you know but what? They were I saying, just a little lockdown. But they were just saying, a little like, one. They were saying that he played, like, last season he played an average of 4.5, uh, a match every 4.5 days, yeah. which is just a bit much. I, like, I know he's like 24 and obviously he should be able to handle it at that point, but I'd, he's had a weird year and I'll always mm. be Team Rashford and I'd, I don't think there's many clubs that'll take his wages. I think he's a very expensive football. Was he in 200,000, 200, something it'll like that? Be high, it'll, it? be, it'll be in your castles, your Aston Villas or something, but it's just, uh, he, he, he wants to play fine, but um, he, it's going to be a difficult uh, conversation. I think it's, he may have to take a pay cut. It's odd timing, isn't it? Yes. Because you would think, especially with Ralph Rangnick only being there temporarily, um, that's Man United. It's tomorrow's just... promise, though, isn't it? It's like, yeah. it's like it'll be better next year. Yeah, yeah, fine. Maybe he's had enough of that. But I'm 24 yeah. and I've lived through the worst playing. of it. <laughs> I'm not playing. Yeah, and also it's Manchester United that people mm. are just leaking the shit out of everything all the mm. time, I think. Um, most of the opinion about Manchester United seems to be it's Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> it's Old Trafford. I think it's, it's Ollie. The back, you know. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Do you? I'm not, I'm not sure it's detailed enough. That's a big take <laughs> <laughs> from you. Hey, Nottingham Forest are going to host Liverpool in the FA Cup quarterfinals. Yay. They beat Huddersfield Town 2 1. Huddersfield went um, one nil up early doors. Although well, although they had a perfectly good goal, they had a perfectly good no yeah. VAR. This is exactly. what you get if you yeah, don't have enough you VAR. Mm. You miss quality and precision. Is you know like that Tom Lee's goal, lovely header from mm. that weird kind of all the players start on the left hand side of the goal and run run towards it, which I like. I like. It's a bit rugby, isn't it? Weirdly. Yeah, I like it when <laughs> when people sort of go, let's do something mad. Yeah, and they should do that every corner, I think. But. Um, Synchronised uh, football. He was wearing a headband, and it reminded me in the nineties. I've mentioned this before on the show, but uh, Razor Ruddock, Razor Ruddock <laughs> headband. Uh, he, he had like an Adidas Predator headband, yes. and I'm thinking like he's got a headband on. Are you a lot, like? Could you put like like a like a leather or like a spring? To, to, well, no, just like it's anything that could like that's a bit dry that gives you a bit more purchase, like something leathery or something. There must be rules on you can't have. Um, you, yeah. you have, like you're not allowed um, performance enhancing headbands. Because what are you saying? Tom Lee's is a cheat. I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying that it might have give, afforded him more purchase, and I'm glad they he's lost. He's a meta human. <laughs> um, the, the the story with Predator boots when we were kids was obviously that because they had this particular type of rubber on them that they made you kick the ball harder. Yeah, and the idea was the head. Moss swerve, the same swerve, headers, yeah. yeah. Basically, sort of like essentially mag- magic science boots. Um, <laughs> but it's oh god. Okay, I don't believe that, and that is presumably bullshit. But you know, like all of those magical swimming kits that. Olympic swimmers swimming. What's there is a way. Whoa, steady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, they, there was like, I, so I haven't got enough uh, detail off the top of my head, right. but there's this idea of these, they banned a certain kind of suit 
um, okay. from being in the Olympics because it did enhance your speed too much. Oh, wow. Something wow. about, I guess that's about aerodynamics and how it's cutting through the water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it could be shape, true. I suppose. Could be sh- it could be true about yeah. predators. Just, how mm, good at football were you? Yeah. No, not, <laughs> not well enough to ever really touch the ball, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you and Lukaku both. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, word, the word predators changed a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. <laughs> uh, predators, pre- sometimes good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, Huddersfield's 18-game unbeaten run in all competitions comes to an end. No. Nice little winner from Ryan Yates, I thought. A nice quality little set piece, free kick into the box. Mm. Slight, kind of a head slice. That's what I thought it was. It was... It was- <laughs> Raucous as well, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was, it was brilliant. Um, and Forest have got Liverpool now, which is annoying. <laughs> it no, is annoying. It's not annoying. It's, it's like, annoying. fun. Let them, let them do it in the final. Yeah. I want to see Forest. I love Forest. They've yeah, done all sorts of good stuff already, there, haven't they? Uh, what did they do? Yeah, they beat Leicester actually comprehensively, <laughs> and, and that was the headline actually, if I remember rightly. <laughs> I want to, I want a Borough Forest final. Oh they, yeah. They beat Arsenal. They did beat friend. Arsenal. <laughs> um, but look, you know, everyone gets beaten in the FA Cup. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, as a tie, uh, Steve Cooper was a le- uh, youth coach at Liverpool. So he's going to be taking Ooh. his side back in he's, glory. Yeah, he's done an amazing job in this cup run. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So, yeah, there is some romance to it, isn't it? But, you know, it's at the city ground, though. They did make that bit of a fortress. I, th- I think the problem is, like, Liverpool, they're going to go for the cups, aren't they? I think, I feel like... Yeah. Klopp's got the exactly yeah, he's got the bug for the cups and yeah. Um, yeah it's going to be tough for them to get past that oh well former Nottingham Forest player Neil Lennon took the Mick McCarthy route yesterday to Cyprus very nice bit of sunshine yeah. appointed the manager of Omnia Nicosia um, fellow oh oh Newcastle legend John Carver are you going to tell me about this Pete? he's not been given the freedom of the city oh no unfortunately <laughs> no there must but, be criteria uh, to return to that original <laughs> point. Anyway, he also managed Omnia in 2016. I feel yeah. like there's a brochure. Do you know what I mean? For like yeah. oh, oh, the older yeah. English manager, like <laughs> Cypriot <laughs> League. Some a breakdown of each team. Yeah. Come <laughs> and manage that here for a bit. Right, it's time for a break. Back in a sec. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
There's more to Irish history than St. Patrick. And Shane Todd and Hazel Hayes are here to tell you all about it on We're Not Fucking Historians, the Irish history podcast with a few facts and plenty of crack, like the legendary Irish warrior Cú Colin. Some sources say he killed the dog by driving a hurling stone down its throat. Now, he's six. Hazel, <laughs> did someone say the naughty step? Jesus, someone, someone went to bed without <laughs> supper, didn't they? Someone <laughs> called Super Nanny because he's at it again. Or Ned Kelly, Australia's infamous Irish-born bush ranger. Punishment was imprisonment with or without hard labour. I'd, I'd prefer without. If possible. Yeah. <laughs> if it's going. Do you, have, do you have any without hard labour? Yeah, can I have the without labour substitute? Can, can, I I? Get, can I get the hard labour on the side? Can I get almond um, <laughs> instead of hard labour, please? Search We're Not Historians. That's We're Not Historians in your favourite podcast app for weekly episodes every Tuesday. Let's see what these people have said about it. Amazing. The Times. <laughs> Whoa. New York Times. A lot of times. <laughs> Great, Hazel herself. We're not fucking historians. Is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Obviously, very disappointed with the performance today. Absolute shit. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what was that? I want to know what that is right now. It was John Yams post match. Um, but I imagine spectacular. He stuff. didn't. He didn't mean, or did he? He didn't mean to say that on Absolute on a recording. Shit! Fantastic. Yeah. Lovely old job. Fucked off with Crawley Town. He was anyway. Mm. Welcome back to the football ramble. Me, Pete, and Jim with you today. And now it's time for some tasty little email. Peter's jingle had a good run. We loved it once, but that love's gone. You can get in touch, just email show at footballramble.com. Got a message from Alastair Feather to your chat on Thursday about tapas, <laughs> where Andy said they are only free in Granada. I've lived in Madrid for 25 years, and I can tell you the tapas are usually free everywhere in Spain. That's what a tapa is. Breaking news. That what? is awesome. Let's get out there. In Madrid, it's usually just a small plate of cheese, olives, chorizo and ham. Uh, in others, it's like like Granada. It's the variety and amount is far greater and thus possible. It is possible to eat out for free just by ordering several beers. Tapa means lid from the verb tapir, to, meaning to cover. Uh, as originally a piece of bread with a bit of food was placed over your drink by the way to stop flies or sand falling in. <laughs> sand around. Yeah. In the 16th century, a Spanish king decreed that innkeepers had to serve a small amount of food with each alcoholic drink to reduce drunkenness. Hasn't worked with the English tourists <laughs> on the costas. <coasters. laughs> uh, sand, could it be like, you know, on the floor of English pubs, they used to have sand or wood yeah. chipping yeah. so that if you like, right, you like yeah. pissing on the floor or whatever, sand it's fine. is on the flies, falling off of them. Who knows? Sandflies, yeah. Big, yeah. big flies. This is absolutely amazing email from Alistair. I think he could be our grammar man as well, given how knowledgeable he is. But I'm actually, it's come a bit late for me because I had tapas for lunch yesterday and I, in fact, paid. Didn't, uh, didn't, should have just done a runner and been like, oh, I thought I was in Spain. Yeah. I thought I was in Spain. <laughs> I thought this old bondegas was free. What, what a confusing <laughs> excuse that would have been. Yeah. Lewis has been in touch. <laughs> he says, hey, Ramble, hoping you can help. Our new flatmate, Jordan, keeps playing high ho silver lining every time he walks in <laughs> after work. It's like living in a brummy WWE special. Apparently, this is something to do with you guys giving him some advice. To be clear, we all love football, just can't stand Villa. How do we make this stop? Thanks, Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. Ah. 
I love oh, it. Oh dear. <laughs> Sorry about that. I guess. Sorry, um, Lewis. Yeah, I don't know how you make that stop. No. Do you think different different tracks? Different I mean, we tracks. we were trying to like subliminally message in yeah. Villa, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Sing over him. But it might be that if you do that, people just become hate it more. We hadn't considered that eventuality. No. Flush your food down the toilet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would upset me enough to, to evic- leave. evict myself. Probably block your toilet as well. <laughs> Probably will block your it's toilet. Quite, yeah. There's a lot of, you know. All right, set fight to it in the garden. <laughs> there's a lot of fallout to that there one, is. I think. <laughs> you know what I think that proves, unfortunately, something we knew all along. So we're not really that well equipped to give advice. No. Because mm. you've got to we'll consider be. all the angles. Tomorrow we will because it's pep talks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, look, uh, yes, this came from, well, I mean, presumably, this, <laughs> this came from the advice we gave to try and uh, allow people to love Villa a bit more. Mm. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't. Well, it was actually from the advice um, for, for Jordan was, was claiming to move into a flat full of people who didn't like football. He was trying to indoctrinate <laughs> them. That. Turned out to be a lie. So, ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So the, okay. So he's he's yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I think the only answer then is for him to move out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to <laughs> evict him <laughs> by by defenestration if necessary. Pep talks tomorrow, everybody. Um, get him in. Get him in. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. It's time for this, guys. I prefer to kill him. Oh, yeah, it's time for Pop Antonio Conte. Um, Vish did one last week. Uh, it was, we found it very hard to get into work uh, last week, and we were sort of playing on on uh, on our in our respective cars, me and Vish. Uh, and Vish's bonus Pop Antonio Conte last week was, of course, Garfield of Dreams. So thank you very much to everyone who tweeted that in, saying, I've got it, I've got it. Well done, well done. Vish well done. is very pleased with you. You have the freedom of Vish City. All right? I think one thing we know from Vish is that he should concentrate on the road a bit more. <laughs> So I'm actually not, sure we, should, by the not sure we should be supporting that, True. but it was a goodie. True facts. Uh, right, it's time for Pop Antonio Conte to footballers mash together. All you two need to do is figure out who the bloody hell I'm talking about. And uh, these uh, both clues come from Matt Woods. Thanks, Matty Dubs. Uh, are you ready? No. Cool. I'm a current Premier League manager who played 504 times in the league and I received a suspended jail sentence of nearly three years of firing a gun in a hospital while on loan in Turkey from Barcelona. Frankie Lampard. Jim's doing that face. Who's fired a gun? i got no idea. Um, Hospital on loan in Turkey. (laughs) I don't know the rules anymore, honestly. Steven Gerrard de Turan. I'm sorry, yeah. what? Yeah, that's, uh, that was never going to get that. I didn't know that Turan had done that. Yeah, look, Turan did, and that's the main yeah. thing. Why were you so sure it wasn't Frankie Lamps? Um, I, I mean, I wasn't. Current Premier League oh. manager, played I think, Final Four. Can you be I a bit mean, more supportive next time? Because you really knocked my confidence with that role. No, because no, the thing is, I I struggle to tell when it changes from one player to the next. <laughs> right. So I was still, I was trying to decipher. That's a Pop Antonio, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, do the next one so we can right. embarrass it's, ourselves it's on that the, as well. This really is the lacrosse of the games that we do on the show. <laughs> in that it's Confusing. too hard to function. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Brazilian who recently, I'm a Brazilian who has recently converted from useless hitman to midfield engine and I managed Granada in 2017. Seven losses in seven games before the sack. Useless hitman, Joe Linton. Say? It's going to be Joe Linton, someone. Yep. I managed Granada, Granada before the sack. 2007. Seven losses, seven games. Uh, Phil Neville. Did a funny little dance. No. Did a funny little dance in training. Alibadi. I don't know the rules anymore, 
honestly. Joel and Tony Adam. <laughs> oh, I think there are probably better brains better than ways ours. to describe Tony Adams there. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, but that, that is they really worked. actually quite unkind. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Well done. Thanks, Woodsy. Well done, everyone. Nice. Not that. <laughs> I prefer to kill him. Bam. We feel dead. So thanks for that. Yeah. Um, nice one. Uh, thanks. We always appreciate you sending stuff in, even if we can't. <laughs> even if we're really bad. Even if it. we can't cope with any of body it. Body parts, sweets, whatever you want. <laughs> body parts. Body parts, not boy parts. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've got meat, hasn't it? Uh, not been sent any mystery meat for a long time. If uh, Pepperami is listening, I will devour your meat. Be your tester. I will test any tube of meat. Will people eat this? Me. Will they stand for this? Send it to Pete. <laughs> Cheese strings. Yeah. I'm on for that. We're not well. under EU rules anymore. I will have anything. <laughs> Cheese jokes. Did you actually ask for the meat originally? Uh, no, we just turned up and I ate it all. Yum, yum, yum. Strange days. <laughs> My stomach still hurts. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Good. Um, so, look, interesting one we wanted to talk about in terms of uh, the terrible, terrible situation in Russia and Ukraine. Um, FIFA announced yesterday that players in Russia can suspend their contracts and temporarily leave the country as a result of Russia ongoingly invading another country. Um, mm. This is a kind of a weird halfway house on what FIFA Pro wanted uh, doing, as mm. I understand it, because mm. basically quite a lot of players don't feel like they're going to necessarily want to go back on July no. the 30th, um, I think, also, when it's when it's upheld. Till. Yeah, well, that's the situation, isn't it? That it's, that it's a temporary... Um, uh, they're, they're temporarily being released from those contracts, but we don't know what the situation is going to be like in yeah. July. That sort of uncertainty hanging over these players is... is is ridiculous and unfair. The way things seem to be going, you know, I don't think things are just going to be back to some sort of semblance of normal by July. And as you say, why should they want to go back into that situation? It's very, very volatile. You, you can't... Because you you're can't representing be... a country a bit uh, yeah, if you're absolutely. choosing to play you, your football you're, you're there. You're representing a warmongering country as well. And it, 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 you might not... You, you almost certainly won't want to do that. It, it, seems, it seems absurd. They should be able to cancel those contracts, really. It's... Easy for me to say that though, without a, you know a kind of three hundred and sixty degree understanding of contract law. But I think as as much as is possible, FIFA need to keep pushing on this because it's about the potential safety of the players as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Krasnodar, I think last week suspended uh, the contracts of loads of foreign uh, players. Marika Baez uh, training with Montpellier, late of Newcastle's parish. But it's uh, and I think clubs are allowed to sign two players who have taken advantage of this particular uh, suspension. Um, but it it, it kind of doesn't solve anything because Russian contracts end invariably end and begin in sort of December, January anyway. So it doesn't really make any sense. So there's going to be like vast swathes of their contract un, un, uh, un, unrepresented in, in this particular ruling. And and it, it I wonder I, I wonder if any of these uh, kind of clubs in everywhere in Russia if you've signed a contract you know like anything can be put in a player's contract mm-hmm. so then well I want to play for a club that plays re- regularly in the Champions League if they've been uh, chucked out the comp- competition because of the inversion where does your contract sit in that it, it's it's uh out of all of the messes in in this situation, of it's the smallest it's, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and least important mess. But these are people's lives that you, that you need to think about on, on on both sides. So yeah, it's uh, no doubt we'll be hearing more about that, and no doubt we'll be hearing more about FIFA and UEFA underwhelming in their scope and, yeah, uh, and ambition. It's, it's but, like one step forward, yeah, a few steps. But back. then you don't you don't know what's what's tied up with what con- like like you said, Jim. What's what contractual law is in place in in Russia, and obviously. Uh, Russia uh, is a is a um, a, a Putin-led uh, endeavor at the moment. So yeah. yeah, 
Who knows? Yeah, because it's effectively the same as what's happened to the Ukrainian players in Ukraine. Sorry, not Ukrainian players, but the players who are playing their football in Ukraine. Because mm-hmm. you saw those mm-hmm. Brazilian guys getting out of there um, in the last few uh, days as well. And I suppose it, the thing that it emphasises for me is that so Daniel Farker, he was going to manage Krasnodar, who yeah. you just mentioned, and he um, he resigns. Uh, so he joined in January and in the context of what's going on in Russia, he resigned yep. uh, without managing a game in the end. But in his, you know, he's a guy who's managed in the Premier League. He's He's got funds behind him. Presumably he's also got somewhere to go. Whereas some of these players, you know, of course, we're talking still in many cases about top level players. But as we know, the difference between what you can do if you're a Premier League player in terms of funds mm. and resources and how you can get to places and the kind of influence you can have is very high if you're in the Premier League. But it's not going to be the same if you're kind of a jobbing player who's maybe had to go and play in Russia and mm-hmm. and that's why they need their support it's it's not the same as when we think you know I think in this country Pete we tend to think of footballers as being these guys who've got like a million endorsements and the ear of the president or, oh, yeah. or however you want to characterise it not that one um, but yeah so so in this case yeah you're right they need to they need to be looked after and it seems as though that is a bit of a sham solution mm-hmm. at this point um, Ukraine's World Cup playoff semi-final against Scotland which was due to be played at Hamden at the end of this month has now been formally postponed they're trying to find a new date I don't really know I mean as if anybody knows but I'm not sure Jim what you think about that because as always with these kind of international football situations it seems like they're trying to do like a sort of nice quote-unquote thing but with the football calendar being so crammed yeah there's talk it will likely happen kind of near the Nations League window right. uh, which is obviously mm. um, it's just it's going to have to be imperfect isn't it yeah. it's just simply going to have to be there needs mm. to be some sort of fairness to Ukraine well, it may even be that they that they don't play at all um, we, we just don't know do we it's, it's very very difficult to, to know how this is all going to pan out and also it's this whole, the whole situation with, with Russia being denied um, the, the chance to compete is it, that will go to the the court of arbitration for sport as well, and they're, they're trying to yeah, bring that forward before that. the the time where where those those playoff games are supposed to happen. So that I think FIFA are actually a little bit nervous about that mm. um, because you know everybody can refuse to play um, and, and and do the things that they're doing. But I th- I th- by by the sounds of it, FIFA are a little bit nervy about the legal challenge because it is a lot more complicated than just saying no, you can't do that, which everyone should do absolutely. But it is, of course, you know, the, the governing mm. bodies that have to deal with the legal framework of it. So yeah, and fighting your corner is expensive, and FIFA they're they're bereft well, exactly, of funds, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Exactly. It's actually well, won't yeah. someone think of FIFA at this yeah. point? I know. Exactly. I yeah. Know. Yeah. But, um. So it means the playoff final for the winners, of course, will that's against either Wales or Austria. That's now going to be delayed as well. Tonight, we have Champions League action for you, lovely people. Bayern versus Salzburg. They're one, one at the moment. Oh, come on, Salzburg. Mm, yeah. let's, let's, let's do this. I'm so keen to see Salzburg go through. Just to uh, make it clear, BT Sport will be Not showing. us. We, we're not we don't have any. Like and do. also, we wouldn't, would we, Pete? We, no. would never, we would never do anything illegal to watch football. <laughs> no, never. So no. I'm glad I've made that. Formally clear. Uh, Liverpool are 2-0 up against Inter. They've got a full squad for the game after Jurgen Klopp confirmed that Roberto Firmino, Joel Matip and Fabinho have all returned to training. Um, Inter defender Alessandro Bastoni was full of big talk. He says, if you are scared to play in these games, it is not the right job for you. I can't wait. Imagine being a footballer. And he's 22. 22. Like yeah, going can... to Anfield of all places as well. <laughs> Smashing you, but stuff. But he's right. You've got, you've got to feel that, haven't you? Yeah, fantastic. Otherwise, you're going to get dicked on. 
as we saw last <laughs> night. No, I think, okay, I wouldn't call it a direct comparison because I don't think that just positive mental attitude would have helped mm. those players. No, but it certainly would have been a factor towards <laughs> helping, wouldn't it? Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think, well, what if they'd been like attempting even more shit, pot, like ambitious passes? Maybe you're right. Yeah. Maybe we you're could right. have got the nine, I, but I, I was so cruelly denied. I, I sent an email to an 11 side team in my area that I deemed adained by watching their highlights Hot on 11 side teams in your area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I watched them on YouTube and I was like, you look a bit pony. I reckon I could possibly... Pony, a, not a, pony, just for our uh, southern listeners. Bigbangers.co.uk. <laughs> um, uh, and, and I basically said, uh, I'm not very good, but I am keen. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a 40-year-old man going, I'm not very good, but please let me play. It's pathetic. Yeah. Well, you can check them all out now, can't you? All teams have... All teams, like all absolute Walter teams film themselves and put them on the internet and go it's Baz with an absolute 30 yard screamer yeah. it's like was it man the keeper was on the floor covered in mud yeah. <laughs> rubbish <laughs> I would like to play some football <laughs> right in if you can cope with Pete's yeah. level of football Pete's yep. brand of football we should anywhere in Essex it. I'll drive to <laughs> nice uh, Liverpool had a bit of a tricky time against West Ham on Saturday uh, but and in fact I should say Jurgen Klopp has cast some doubt on staying beyond his current contract he said... He'll have to sign another one. <laughs> you yeah. can't just hang around. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, he says, for now, he doesn't have a plan beyond 2024, which is when it expires. He says, if I have the energy levels for it, I love what I do, but I've said a couple of times, there must be something else out there in the world, apart from always thinking about properly skilled, good-looking, fantastically nice football players. This seems to be a bit of a trend, doesn't it, with the, the modern manager? We saw Ralph Hasenhutl talking about it a little while ago. Pep Guardiola is, is, is you know... It's made kind of yeah. intimations in the past that suggest he might retire like early compared to what we expect of a football manager. Because right. it like feels like the proper football man becomes a manager at about you know about thirty eight and then <laughs> retires at about seventy five. Yeah. You know? mm. But but it seems to be changing that people are just like you know what this is this is too much. It's knackering. I quite like it. Keep it fresh. Mm, I like the idea that Klopp genuinely is gonna I don't know become like an aid worker or something. Mm. You know, yeah. he's going to go or right. he's going to go yeah. to the UN and fix it all. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. Well, I think that's I what just, he's implying, I just, isn't he? He's I saying think, like there's more to life than this. Well, I, there has just to having be a and, nice and, time with and, nice and football. And I, and I think the modern football manager like your Bielsa's and your, and your Peps, it's just too much. Like you, you, you become a weird robot football cyborg yeah. and, and when it goes wrong, you're like, I've put, I've thrown everything I possibly can. I spent every working hour when I'm on holiday in New York, I'm coaching some kids in the park. <laughs> Because I'm a sick weirdo. Uh, not that's, like that. about, not, like that. <laughs> not with the kids. It wasn't even at a park. It was at an indoor tournament. An so indoor he tournament. It so, so, so he sorted it out. So, it's, so it's, yeah. so it's kind of like so it's kind of like you, you. When it goes wrong, you're like, I've dedicated every last second, and it's going wrong. It's mm. going awry. The players aren't doing what I say they should do. I'm a so mean. Fuck this. I'll go on all day for a bit. Lovely. Yeah. Mm. In football, Borg world also <laughs> a new um a new feature for the ramble that i'm announcing now it is michael mm. owen, michael owen's crypto corner <laughs> yeah. michael owen never one to miss a new trend as i think <laughs> as i'm sure we all in this room recognize and all the listeners at home as well uh he has said some useful stuff within the context of all of these questions around whether footballers and football clubs should be backing cryptocurrencies should be encouraging the common man to spend their money on something so volatile that in the case of the certain partners 
um, it has been, or certain elements within crypto, it has been deemed illegal in this country. I'm not saying that's what Michael Owen is dealing with, but what he does say is that, looks to me, this is his Twitter, like blockchain is here to stay. I've been involved in football my whole life and I'm now working with blockchain specialists, I can't pronounce that, uh, on a really exciting new football project. Hashtag blockchain, hashtag crypto, hashtag NFT, hashtag football, hashtag... Memories. (laughs) (laughs) There's always something particularly weird in a weird little Mickey Owen tweet, isn't there? And like, looks to me like blockchain is here to stay. Looks to me. Funny, yeah. Looks looks to to me. me. Come on, Michael. It starts with looks to me, ends with hashtag memories. This is an all-time great Michael Owen tweet. (laughs) But they they did point like Manchester City, uh, their new crypto sponsor, offering uh, a banned product to UK consumers. That's a that's a thing that you were you were mentioning earlier on. Yeah. But you think that Man City would be a little bit more careful about unpredictable purchases after Jack Rodwell and <laughs> sort of going, your investments can go up and can get injured yeah. for three seasons yeah. and then just ship off. Well, he's an NFT now. He's an NFT. A lot of footballers who've gone through Newcastle's rank should have been NFTs, I think. <laughs> Instead of footballers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Great point. Uh, yeah. Over to, we've got some more football content for you. Yes, mm. we have. And it, Probably won't have any F- NFT chat in it. Don't know. Football Ramble presents today. It is the day for upfront flow. Rachel and Chloe are looking back on Man City's shock win against Chelsea in the Conti Cup final and to mark International Women's Day, guys. Yeah. It was, it was like happy International Women's Day to me, did you? Happy God, International I feel so, Women's Day. I feel so slighted. Um, they're happy also, Crypto Day. <laughs> happy Crypto Day. Happy Shaka Hislop Freedom of the City Day. Thank you. Happy Michael Owen Day. They're also celebrating the women that have inspired them in the football world. Get over to Football Ramble Presents for that. All right, friends. Uh, on tomorrow's show, it is Jules Fish and Petey Donaldson. Again, he's doing the he's doing the dark triad of Green Football or. Ramble episodes. A hat trick of Donaldson <laughs> hits. <laughs> what are you going to bring tomorrow, Petey? I'll probably register another website and yeah. redirect it to Marcus's house. Don't give it away. Oh, sorry. Oh, um, can you... Can you bring the fo- the fox laughing tomorrow? Oh, there's a lovely video of a fox laughing online. If you want to mm. see it, give us a tweet. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Uh, and you're not going to bring anything because you're just... I'm not here, no. ...dicking about somewhere in North London. Yeah, I absolutely will be doing that, yeah. All right, have a lovely time, Jim. I will. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Pete. Nice to see you, listeners. Thanks for listening to today's Football Ramble, probably the ACOS Creator Network. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.